0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Watch podcast. I'm your host, James, with my co-host, Carolyn. Hello. And today we're talking about the messiest film we've covered, Don't Look Up.
1: Would you say that?
0: I would say messy. Yes, it can mean messy is it can mean many things at the same time.
1: It's true. So Don't Look Up, directed by Adam McKay. Um, two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Starring literally everyone under the sun, but most notably Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence in the lead roles, Meryl Streep as the president,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: unfortunately our first female president perhaps, Kate um, Blanchett.
0: Not ours. We're not American. We don't. <laughs> we don't have to claim that. <laughs>
1: True. Kate Blanchett and Tyler Perry as um, some awful and uh, Cheshire cat-like grinning TV hosts. Mark Rylance as. Elon Musk probably and Steve Jonah Jobs Hill. Elon Musk, <laughs> and Jonah Hill as Jonah Hill. Um, so I oh, want Timothy Chalamet. And yeah. there are a bunch of
0: cameos like yeah. Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Himish yeah. Patel, uh, Melanie. Kid Cudi, Melanie, yeah. There's lots of. It's a McKay film that he has. Gets every movie he has has a bunch of famous people come in for cameos. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have seen The Big Short and Vice, his two previous movies that are made in the same style as this film Mm -hmm. there. He gets cameos uh, from people, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, so I think I'll start by saying is I agree with what this movie is saying. Uh Yes. Climate change is a thing and there's lots of fucked up shit in the world. That is gross. That we all feel gross about and nothing has happened to change it. I agree with that, but this movie is bad.
1: See, I don't agree. And
0: oh, no. this is
1: interesting because I, I have seen a lot of um a lot of reviews. All the reviews of this film are horrible. But then lately there's been some reviews coming out that are basically like the critics are missing the point. Ugh. And the reviewers think one thing, but the data says another thing of people watching and enjoying it. Um so it's one of those films that I think audience versus reviewers is a little bit different. Um and in my Ron, opinion. you can't see
0: me but I I literally have my head in my hands right now.
1: <laughs> in my opinion, I think the um the journalists like the critics seemed so focused on like all the wrong things. Like all of them first off, they all seem to be just jumping on each other's bandwagon like they're all saying the same thing.
0: When did you become like a freaking review truther?
1: Well, more just because I was like what's going on with this movie? What like what like I I'm It's bad. More- No, but I'm more really confused as to why everyone watched it and didn't and and like why the audience ratings are so high versus the critics ratings. I think that's what confused me the most and how it's still getting like Academy Award buzz if the reviews are so bad, which is why I wanted to watch this because I was confused about that. But no, I honestly do think that the critics are like, man, they're all focused on like witty article titles, like more focused on that than the actual articles.
0: Well, the person who writes the article doesn't write the title.
1: I don't care, man. The titles are bad because it's like like that's <laughs> the thing what I actually read an article that was basically saying what the critics are saying and more importantly, the way that they're saying it, they are missing the whole point of the movie in like they're actually showing what the movie is trying to say because for me, yes, the movie's about climate change. but I wasn't sitting there thinking about climate change throughout the movie, like at all. For me, the movie is about politics and journalism and media consumption and how people accept information, how there's just, at this point, people's opinions are so different, there's not going to be a whole lot changing it. You're in one camp or the other kind of thing. So for me, it was nothing to do with climate change. And every article that I've, like, the critics seem to be very, very focused on that. But I have read some, a few reviews that are kind of like, why are the critics so focused on that? Like, yes, it's there. But if you're only looking at the... Film well, that's with how just this sold. one lens. Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: That's like Adam McKay has said that's what the movie's about, right? He just I think is that Fair. he said that that's what he said, like as the only thing it's about. But as you go in, it's like it's about climate change, it's about uh the media, it's about politics, it's about all of it, right? But the way they've yeah. been talking about the film. So that's why I thought I initially went in being like, This is the climate change movie.
1: See, I think it's much better if you don't go in with that idea because like yeah literally one article i read i think it's in um current affairs magazine it said it's called critics of don't look up are missing the point um and the guy basically says like we become so preoccupied with like the the quality of the film like the acting the dialogue the editing is is it is it like hitting you over the head like does it make the point well that you kind of miss the point they're so busy all these articles are so busy talking about does it make the point well or like how does it make the point rather than like what is the point point? and it's just funny because um in this thing yeah it says kind of like the way that they're talking about uh here i'll just read this instead of trying to quote it um i came away thinking that its critics were not only missing the point of the film in important ways but the very way they discussed the film exemplified the problem that the film was trying to draw attention to some of the responses to the movie could have appeared in the film itself And I agree like this film is kind of like trashing the media a little bit and then like these like clickbaity titles and quotes and like things like that like literally this title don't look up or you might see one bomb of a movie hurtling right towards you. Cute.
0: I mean that's a good title.
1: (laughs) Netflix's don't look up shows us how not to make a climate change
0: movie. Mm. mm.
1: (laughs) Don't look up review tick tick kablooey doesn't even make sense. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, let's I'm going to I'm going to jump in here and be like let's see there's part that was actually the thing I, that I thought was poorly made about this film. Which part? Uh in my opinion is that when specifically around the media stuff, I guess is the best way to to phrase it, mm-hmm. is that when the two uh Dr. Mindy and Kate are talking to like I think it's the Washington Post they say, right? I can't remember. It also doesn't matter. New York Post, fucking whatever, about they like engagement stuff and how like the like it's not tracking on on the Internet. It's that it's more about like these pop stars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, yeah, I feel like this movie right there is that the stuff that I felt like it was a movie made by a person who fundamentally doesn't understand the Internet. Mm-hmm. Because I was like my and I know it's like a big like this whole movie is also like a big allegory to COVID response.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I was like, my experience, and it may be just like my version of the bubble, but like we are both significantly younger than Adam McKay. Yeah. Is that he is a person who did not grow up with the internet, has like come to it and may not have like, I'm kind of projecting here, so I don't know. This is all me guessing. But Mm -hmm. it felt to me like it was made by somebody who like isn't really on the internet and Mm -hmm. thinks this is what the internet actually is. When reality, there is lots and lots of people on the internet who are aware of the actual issues, but you can do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like
1: That is true. It did focus on like meme culture and like clickbaity stuff.
0: And it's like we make memes as like as a joke about it, but like the people who make those memes know what the like we know what's we're laughing at it because it's sad. Like we're we're sad about it.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> some people. The thing is, like, there are people who do things and then it becomes like an internet mockery pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, but there's lots of memes about climate change being like an existential threat to society that you and I both see all the time.
1: That's true. I guess they left, like, the internet as, like, the farcical place and the real-life people in the story as the people being us, you know, kind of being like, okay, well, let's get real. They didn't – you're right. They didn't do the other side of things in the internet side of this story. I don't know that there would have been room for it. Um, so I I feel like it was cut to simplify, but yes, it does feel like a whole half of the internet discussion is missing.
0: Yeah, and it's like not but like it's specifically with like the uh like that was like criticizing the media part of it. And I was like, yeah, I mean I like the media deserves criticism. I'm not like there's lots of bad journalism being done. There's also lots of good journalism being done. Mm -hmm. And I it felt like a man who has been because You and I both saw Vice, and Mm -hmm. I think we both were kind of lukewarm on that film, if what I remember. Yeah. And I felt like that was a man, at least to me, it felt like Adam McKay was, like, lashing out at the media for, like, you guys didn't understand Vice. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, maybe you just didn't make that good of a movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine. Like, you still got nominated for a bunch of stuff with You Made Vice, and it felt like that. That's what it felt like the media stuff, like, felt like to me. And also, Mm -hmm. then it's like, they talk about the media stuff, and then it's kind of, like, not talked about again. It, like, moves on.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the media stuff for sure. The social media stuff kind of goes throughout. And I did like there were things of like small touches that I I enjoyed because I was kind of like, that is like real life. Like the way internet culture kind of like takes off. And to me, I mean, maybe this is me um, kind of extrapolating a little bit, but like astronomer is on um, TV talking about whatever, just being an astronomer, looking like a normal dude,
0: which I will get to in a second.
1: And they're like, ooh, hot astronomer, right? Because
0: No, I like that.
1: Me too, because totally true. But the extrapolating in that is like the reason people are talking about hot astronomer is not because like he's an attractive guy they saw on TV. But it's like they kind of care what, he, what he's saying and he's hot yes. because of his intelligence and because of the yes. way that he says it. And so that is the people being engaged. It's not yeah. just like jumping on the bandwagon. I guess they didn't explain that fully, but like that's the way that I interpret it because that's what we see every day.
0: Yeah, I don't think the movie means that, but that's what that actually means, right? And Mm -hmm. I did like the part of how like then he gets like swept up when his his like internet fame, and I was like, yeah, I totally buy that. Like that's like, is this what this movie is? Because like that's actually good. Then is like discover like how people or like is it criticizing how like experts can like Mm -hmm. come on media or like become like Fauci or like other people who now we all know the names of. Mm-hmm. And then they get like a little internet following and does that, how does that like change them as a person?
1: Well, and it's interesting too because I see so much of um, things like that where it's like now you can't just be smart and have a platform and say the right things. You also have to lean into that. like um, Yes. You know AOC?
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: And it's one of those like she's got awesome things to say but also people are still talking about her cool pantsuits. You know what I mean? Like people who admire her and think she's badass and want to be like her – they're still talking about her pantsuits.
0: Well, I mean, I, I like it. A- not to make this about AOC, but like I like AOC, but she is also somebody that wants to be famous.
1: I, I don't even know if that's true, but I think it's one of those like she knows that her platform, if if she's visible, her platform will get out to more people. And I don't know if that's wanting to be famous or realizing that you need a platform to make change.
0: I, um, she likes the attention. Probably. I mean, there's lots of negatives that come through with the tension, but there's other members of uh, that have the same politics as her that are not as widely out there as mm-hmm. she is. And maybe that's because.
1: But their messages don't get across as strong then.
0: Either. No, it's not. I am. I, I am, mo- am pro AOC. Like, I like her. I like her yeah. politics that. But she is definitely she and she is she likes being, the I think, the face of that movement. Yeah, because she also is like a congressperson, right? And. It's, it's this, they cover this in the movie about like, do people get into politics now to be famous or do they get into politics to actually do change?
1: Yeah. I did think small touches like, like that were really cool. Um, Like how he was on Sesame Street and stuff. Cause it's like, man, there are shows like that that are like, well, that are so are still going the next on. big thing. Well, yeah. And it's like, so-and-so's the next big thing. So we got to get them on it.
0: Yeah. There's like a lot of good in this movie, but there's mm-hmm. also just too much in this movie. There's yes. too much. It's like, yes. He's got like every idea he's put into one film, it feels like. And it's like you didn't have to do every idea. You could have cut some of them and it would have been like a more consistent or film. And like comprehend like I could actually like comprehend it sometimes because sometimes like, oh, we're here now? Oh, okay. Um this is what we're criticizing. And it kind of felt like part of like it it to me it took me out of the film a little bit. It's like, oh, now we're criticizing this. Okay. So it's like, did you just make a bunch of like short comedy skits and then made a bigger overarching story
1: yeah see for me for me it wasn't about the climate change because I hadn't read those articles so and that's you don't already believe it
0: exists hey,
1: well of course not <laughs> uh, so that's already out of the picture for me and so for me I, I that's why I love going into movies not knowing what it's about because then you have no expectations and you just kind of follow the ride and if I'm not receiving the film the way it was intended by the director well that's his fault not mine but like what really worked for me is that It was it was never not entertaining, even if I didn't like the way it was entertaining me. It was always entertaining. And Mm -hmm. I found it to be like deeply, deeply satirical, like dripping with satire without being a complete farce.
0: What is satire in the year of our Lord 2022? (laughs) Uh,
1: But I love the things that were like, I I mean, sure, maybe they were on the nose, but they were also they made me this movie made me cynically laugh the whole time. Um, because yeah, things were on the nose, but I was like, true, you're saying it, um, like about how they needed a hero, like a face of this mission and how they needed it to look like breaking news, um, and how the president kind of needed it as covered. Like all of that stuff really worked for me. the president uh, the, stuff worked for you? I mean, the president was ridiculous. No, the more the, um, the politics surrounding it, like the way that they announced this,
0: or what like Hamish Patel did when he was like, you know that crazy chick? I
1: slept yes. with
0: her. That that worked that worked really well. I, it made me laugh because I was like, things That's like a thousand that. percent that what would happen.
1: Yeah, it's like the spin. I've always found the spin really fascinating. So things like that really worked well for me. Um the part that I did find lean straight into farce was Jonah Hill. I did not like him in this.
0: The worst part of this movie is Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't mind Meryl Streep as much because like she she genuinely was supposed to be like a caricature. But Jonah Hill like because Meryl Streep, I'm like, okay. As that person, she has the um public face and the private face. And that is true of everyone, but especially of politicians. Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. his public face was the same as his private as his private face, and that makes no sense.
0: It felt like he improved every line.
1: Yes, and it felt like he Thought he was being hilarious. First off, he was playing a character like Jonah Hill always plays. But also, I don't believe that that character would ever be in the White House, in this position, anything like that. Like, the way that he speaks, the way that he acts, like, no, dude, no.
0: Well, I I don't know about that, but I do agree with you that his character doesn't work. No. It it doesn't, right? Like, it's just like, so we're just having Jonah Hill do like, you know, some fun improv bits uh, that Mm kind of take the attention to focus on what the scene actually is about. Mm-hmm. Um and he's just gonna do his Jonah Hill shit and then we're gonna move on and it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay. And like the only scene that works with that character is the end with that character of like him getting Oh like, my god, behind. that
1: made me so sad.
0: Yeah, it did, right? It made and I was like, okay, but that works, but that felt like it was written.
1: Well, because that for once he felt like a real person. Finally, he, did. he felt like a real person. And it it was really sad.
0: It was, and it was like that care like that worked for that character, but everything else about his character is bad.
1: I hated and, it, yeah.
0: And, sent, like, I don't think Meryl Streep's good in this film. I think she's, like, kind of awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I was, like, are you, is this, like, a spoof of, like, I mean, I know what who they're spoofing here. But, like, that person's impossible to spoof.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because when they're showing being, like, man, it'd be crazy if a president acted like this. And I would be, like, you know what? The previous person would have probably acted worse than this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That we lived through it. and. I'm not American, but I lived through it. And it's like, you telling me that you're making a movie about, like, the Trump, uh, essentially making fun of the Trump presidency, literally, you could tell me anything about the Trump presidency, and I'd be like, yeah, I believe that, that they did that. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you can't satire them. They're, like, d- impossible to satire. Because they are. They're just, like, I didn't think she was very good.
1: Well, she, it's interesting, because um, I did read some articles, and I just pulled up one right now, where she was kind of saying she forgot how to act in lockdown. Um, And that she actually really, really struggled with this film. And it's hard because when you're already playing a character that's not so grounded in reality, it's hard. So she was like – she said, I found it really hard. I didn't feel funny in the lockdown. When I would come in to shoot my stuff, I'd get out of the car, hadn't spoken to anyone in three weeks. I'd walk into the stadium in uh, Worcester, put on a wig and nails and the suit and make a speech to all these people. I just lost it. I forgot how to act. I forgot what I was about. It sort of dismantles your humanity to be isolated like that. But thank God for Jonah because he kept us laughing. And it, it does feel that way. It does feel like she's a bit lost for footing and that the person that she's leaning on is the one person in this movie that we hated. <laughs> so don't lean on that person. Lean on someone that's a little bit more grounded in reality.
0: Well, like, I'm like uh, obviously, like, I, I love that Meryl's, like, speaking out about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Jonah Hill was, like, helped make everybody else more comfortable on set, mm-hmm. then yeah. But also, you don't have to put it in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, But if that like if they needed him to do that to like get everybody like loose, then of course, like I'm not going to that's that's how movies are made. But also, please don't put that in the movie because I don't want to see it or like make it in a way that it's less grating. Yeah. Uh, And he is a minor character, but he's like in every important plot point of this movie. Like he's in the scenes. Yes. And and I don't
1: think he needs to be. He described designing his character as like, what if Fire Festival was a person?
0: oh boy i I am generally a person who likes jonah hill and Mm -hmm. is a fan of everything he does but he is not he's the worst part of this film we also forgot to mention that like rob parker is in this movie Mm -hmm. um as like the nasa dude um Mm -hmm. and he's good in that role but he feels like a real person Mm -hmm. uh i don't i think timothy chalamet is good in this movie as well
1: oh he's such a sweetie
0: (laughs) He is. I really like the stuff with his, it's like the, he, na- like the director nails some stuff, like how like Timothy Chalamet is like a stoner burnout.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but heart of gold.
0: Loser. But then he's also, he's like, I don't like my parents because they're religious, but I found my own way to it. So I am mm-hmm. still religious. And I was like, oh my God, that's like a good representation in it handling how like religion and different types of people
1: mm-hmm. being
0: like, and I thought Timmy was great in it. Yep. Um, I, Kind of felt bad for J-Law, partly because, like, I think she's a complicated individual in real life. hmm And I felt like her character was an unfortunately kind of, shows to be, like, almost like a, like, show. this is what, like, the younger generation is. But also then she's, like, a screeching woman a lot of the time.
1: Uh, yeah, and I thought that was unfair because the points where she's losing it, she has every right to be losing it. Yes. You know? Um,
0: but she does drugs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. I, I did like that she wasn't just like the nerdy grad student. I appreciated that.
0: Yeah, she's com- she's complex.
1: And like I liked her in it, but I didn't like what they gave her to do, I think.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I am as well. Is that it felt to me like Leo's character, who I like Leo in this movie too. I think he actually is like very good in this film. Well But because... he never gets to he never has to carry her dialogue. Her yeah. dialogue specifically is there's issues. There's really Stuff I deeply hate. <laughs>
1: yeah. I liked them together, though. I liked the way they interacted, and I thought they were good, like foils yes. for each other almost.
0: It was a good, like, almost like father daughter relationship.
1: Yeah. And I, and I found it, I felt, I felt that really genuine. Um, I kind of didn't listen to much of what she was saying. I just kind of was feeling her vibe. And, um, <laughs> and, and like, I liked, no, I liked it. I liked it because she, she was different. Right. But I like Leo in this role because he's, a nerd and he's like an old guy who's like maybe cute if you dress him up the right way but he's He's, not he's more handsome well is he even that like I, i totally agree he's hot astronomer but leo needs to realize that
0: he's not the titanic boy anymore
1: yeah he's not a hottie anymore he looks like a normal dude and if he wasn't famous he would be the guy at the office that you're like no he's cute but you wouldn't be like oh my god leo but he thinks he is still that
0: I don't think he thinks that in this film.
1: No, no, He doesn't. No, no, no. Leo the person thinks oh, that. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And Leo I think
1: in this role, he's sitting there being like, ooh, I get to play a nerd. And it's like, no, 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 Leo, you're just not a hottie anymore. And what I liked in this role.
0: You're a dad. You have a dad bod.
1: Yeah. And he was, <laughs> he. you know how they like uh, ugly people up a little bit in roles mm-hmm. where it's yeah, like.
0: They, what they did to J-Law.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, they're hot, but you're trying to make them like actor unhot you know he actually he, just is unhot <laughs> like
0: yeah but then when he like gets to wear like a tux later yeah. it's like oh like the guy can clean up a little bit and he actually looks like it's not unrealistic to see like Kate blanchett on his arm
1: yes he, he made me feel like um well especially once you hear about all her degrees and stuff but he made me yeah he didn't feel like actor ugly he felt like normal cute if that makes sense um, yeah to he me, felt like a normal he, dude yeah and the way he was acting actually made me think of like a cuter uh, Jesse Plemons
0: oh my god Jesse Plemons would have been perfect for this role though but now not that you said enough. that. Mm...
1: Jesse Plemons would the way he's looking these days would not be passable for um,
0: hot astronomer
1: elf or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah that's uh, I guess that's fair but I think yeah, Jesse Plemons would be better at being like the schlubby nerdy astronomer than leo could be because it's still leo and of Mm -hmm. course every leo movie he has to have the part where he's like screaming i was like oh that's the oscars clip right there
1: but i didn't like that that's where it really lost me because jennifer lawrence did that earlier in the movie and everyone hated her for it and then he did it but it it didn't build to that enough for me i didn't buy it because it didn't feel like he snapped and it didn't build it just was like and now this is the projecting part and i was like well Okay. I yeah. Guess. It, th- it felt
0: very rushed to be like, and now we need to have like a moment of crisis and conscience and like kind of wrap up the film. And it's like, oh, okay. I thought we were still like, still had like five months, but I guess we're at like 20 days now. Uh, yeah.
1: And then, and then once he started yelling, he never stopped yelling. You know? Um,
0: yeah. That's true. And like what you said about like uglying famous people up, like they definitely like ugly J Law and Timmy up. Um, even though you look at them and you'd be like, yeah, they're still like these incredibly attractive actors but you've just put terrible Jayla, wigs on them both
1: yeah though it was funny that they made the girl with the dragon tattoo line Um <laughs> I do know people who look like her with that hair in real life who you're like wow you're actually kind of very attractive but you're it just doesn't work with her face <laughs> shape mm-hmm.
0: right because she does have like a very round face mm-hmm. Um, and I think they, they do that on purpose right like they want her to be Part of me like I I get it because if it like was like, just Jennifer Lawrence then it would be mm-hmm. like okay like the media would be all over this person if this was the astronomer who found the comet right like, yeah it would be like this beautiful woman so they mm-hmm. had to do that but I'm also like eh you could have made her less
1: also I hate micro bangs that's just that's the way I feel
0: I mean they're bad they're a they bad, bad decision um my I we haven't even gotten to like my other big criticism of this film so I'm just gonna jump to that right now please do. This is such an American worldview movie. And it's like, I know they put in there at the end that like Russia and China and India tried to deflect the rocket.
1: Literally. I was cheering. Cause I was like the only friggin' countries who tried to do something though. At the same time, they only tried to do it because they got shut out of the money.
0: Yeah. But I was just like, that's such an American, like we're the biggest, we're like the most important people on the world viewpoint. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, part of me is like, is that what the criticism is? Or is it like it? the criticism didn't work for me there or it didn't hit? Is that I was like, yeah, okay. I totally believe that billionaires would be like that rocket. That meteor has a bunch of val- valuable resources on it. We should use it instead mm-hmm. of just blowing it up. But also if the States weren't doing it, other countries around the world would do it. Like China would just do this. Yeah. Right. Like if China decided they were knocking that rocket off track, they were knocking that uh, meteor off track, they would just knock it off track. And initially, when they said that like it failed an explosion I was like, oh, did the states like bomb those places and prevent mm-hmm. them from doing that? I was like, because mm-hmm. that's more interesting to me than yeah. them just failing because Russia and China would just blow it up. Like they don't give a fuck. Right. And they're it also that it fails and it blows up. It makes it feel like those countries aren't competent at that. And I'm like, China. Is not incompetent at that like maybe if it was just Russia doing it like okay I could see that more mm-hmm. but it felt like it was like the rest of the world exists and is capable of doing stuff without the US
1: mm-hmm. yep well and it's also yeah I don't know maybe it was making commentary on that it didn't feel like it was but it's the US making decisions for the rest of the world
0: <laughs> which they certainly do yeah but also other countries don't listen to that yeah right like we like that's it's like does this person not does adam mckay not realize that Mm -hmm. that china is arguably the power on the biggest power in the planet right now and is capable of going to space and i mean just look at how they've handled covid Mm -hmm. compared to the u.s if that's what the criticism is it's just like that that took me out that rubbed me the wrong way in the film and maybe that's because you and i are not American and I was just like that doesn't make any sense to me like either like if the states bombed those places that would make more sense to me than them just failing
1: well I think films like this um, anytime you deal with anything global people make things to the global scale because it makes it makes the gravity of the situation all the more but in doing building it to the global scale I feel like a lot of movies forget that you have to build everything else to the global scale like you can't have something world ending without including the world but they can't just have it like, oh, this will explode the U.S. because that doesn't work either.
0: <laughs> yeah, once you go to the global scale and actually make that like a part of your movie, mm-hmm. then you have to make everything else there as well. Like, mm-hmm. if you didn't want to go global and just focused on like what the American government was doing, mm-hmm. then I think it could still work. Yeah. Uh, and I did like the billionaire. I thought Mark Rylance was good as like the Elon Musk. Oh, he dropped me person. right out. And appropriately, and I liked how like there was like that guy's actually deeply insecure. And mm-hmm. is a person who over promises like all of these billionaires um, and the stuff that worked for me. So I think about the characters the first time you meet him is like when he's like going on stage. And please no negative facial emotions. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that dude, a thousand. I could a thousand percent seeing Elon Musk say that to a group of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Because he's a uh, robot. Like these people are like, <laughs> are they people?
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's it's that I just think where I end up on this film is that is extremely messy and the negative outweighs the good for me.
1: See, For me, I knew nothing about it going into it. So I would say that's the way people should go into it. Though, if you're at this point in the podcast, then too late. You already know too much about it.
0: Um, Well, hopefully you've already watched the film.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, And you're going to recommend it to your friends uh, by telling them nothing. Just say, watch it. So for me, the bar was low. I'd seen all the articles. I'd seen the reviews were bad. So the bar was really low for me. Um, Is the film heavy-handed? Sure. Absolutely. Is it... Far enough from a real situation. Like, is there a comment coming and going to hit us? No. So that's good. And it incorporates enough, like, real elements. Like, for me, the journalism stuff, the politics stuff um, that made it fun and enough for me to, like, laugh cynically at it. Like, yes, it does do that. So two sides of the coin. I was never bored this time. It's not boring. No. And the movie's absolutely messy. But a lot of things did really work for me and for, like, a casual Friday night watch. I enjoyed it, you know.
0: Yeah, I- I'm going to be a little more dismissive, um, not of Carolyn, because
1: I'm going to dismiss this podcast right now. Goodbye. Oh
0: my good god, what's happening? Um, we
1: never disagree, so I I don't know how to handle it.
0: <laughs> well, as being a uh, a white man, I am oh incredibly shit. Capable that means you're right. The- yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I guess you're right, James. Movie's bad.
0: No. Oh, damn. I just got roasted and when I was about to roast somebody else. I got you undercut my roasting. Um, no, I was going to be like, this movie is uh, a movie that boomers will watch, which Carolyn is not a boomer. I'm not talking about Carolyn's opinion because it is her opinion and she's entitled to it. But other people's opinions I can make fun of. Um, <laughs> Is that it's like a boomer movie where like it's people are going to see this and either think it's like super preachy Mm -hmm. if they don't agree with the politics of this film. Mm -hmm. And because of like a lot of boomers that uh, that criticize Leo because he's like a rich person who preaches about climate change and stuff. And it's like, okay, is Leo a little preachy sometimes? Yes. But is he also still doing the work? Yes. Yes uh or they're gonna watch it and be like wow this movie nailed what it's like and there are people who don't really understand how a lot of stuff like how a lot of like young culture works yeah and that's where i think this movie misses is that it's trying to criticize young culture or use it but it's made by a person who is not
1: who doesn't fully understand it. who
0: doesn't fully understand it and thinks they do mm-hmm. right it's like i could this is a movie that i feel like my parents would make mm-hmm. um except the fact that you know the politics are wrong for them
1: yeah i was gonna say i was like it does not seem like that but yes no i get what you mean your parents peers perhaps
0: yeah yeah right like i could t- this is a movie made by some like, i just think it's a generational gap of people who like were born before the internet existed and like grew up without it and whereas you and i are people who were like, born before the internet existed but grew up with the internet and it has mm-hmm. like dramatically changed the way we are uh, you know
1: what did work for me though in terms of like our interactions with media and like pop culture and stuff like that is when they were first talking about ariana grande and kid Cudi's characters breaking up Th- that the whole really thing, worked
0: for me as well yeah
1: yeah the whole thing where it was on the show that didn't work for me because everyone was like so obsessed with it but when they were talking about it and also the world is ending and the one guy's like oh did you hear that and and <laughs> leo was like oh like that's i don't i don't know them but that that sucks and the other old person was like yeah like they were nice and oh like you know jennifer lawrence's character do do you know them she's like like yes but i don't care <laughs> like like of course i know them they're kid Cuddy and ariana grande but like but i don't care right now there's bigger things
0: i thought ariana grande was great every time she showed up i laughed
1: yeah well but like that interaction just made me think of something um i was in the airport a couple years ago flying um i think it was like flying on christmas and in like a Twitter post or Instagram or something, Miley Cyrus had announced her uh, wedding with Liam Hemsworth and no one knew it was coming or anything like that. And there was this old couple near me and I was reading an article about them getting married. And I guess this old couple was also reading an article and the old lady, and I mean old, like, like grandparent level, the old lady turns to the old man and goes, Miley Cyrus got married. And the husband was like, oh, good for her. (laughs) <laughs> I, I know she struggled to find her way for a while, and the grandma's like, and they seem very happy, you know. And it was it was the cutest thing in the world. And I was sitting there being like, oh sweet, Miley got married, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: no, that's and, that's totally like we know she's existed in our lives for so long.
1: Yeah, and like, and the old people knew who she was, and and they they thought that was great because she seems like a nice young girl, you know. <sighs>
0: yeah. I mean, that's kind of also kind of what the movie is. It part of it makes me feel like it as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's just too much in this film is, I think, there is. There is a lot
1: in this film, yes. There's climate change, there's journalism, there's politics, there's uh, commentary on social media and then there are interactions to it. There is as many themes in this film as there is cameos.
0: Oh my God, yeah. And it's like, I appreciate that he's making these swings at this stuff, but I think Mm -hmm. it would be better served if you focused on one or two at a time. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, the reason why I liked The Big Short, I think the best type of movie he's made like this is because it just focuses on the financial crisis. Yeah. And everything in that movie is tied to the financial crisis. Well, and that
1: was based on a true story, wasn't it? So there's a bit of a framework already in place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And Vice was based off of Dick Cheney's life, but Mm -hmm. that movie didn't work for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And this movie, I think, is, in my opinion, is worse than that film and works less. Now, do I expect it to get nominated for some awards? Probably
1: yeah, with that um, cast, it's hard not to.
0: Like, I could totally see Leo sneaking in. Um, mm-hmm. I could, I would not be shocked if this got, like, a screenplay nom. I don't think it's going to win anything. It mm-hmm. shouldn't win anything, in my opinion. Um, but it's going to have great Oscar clips if it does. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be like, oh, I should watch that. And I'm just going to be like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. But, you know, Carolyn likes it, so maybe you should. <laughs>
1: I enjoyed it. I, I don't know if it's a good movie or not, but I, I did really enjoy watching it. Um, no,
0: you just need to the, – the whole arc of this podcast is you realizing you're wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I realized that a second as you said you were a white man, so I was like, oh, yeah. Woo! You're right.
0: It worked! <laughs> Full circle. It's been working
1: for centuries, my friend.
0: Uh, no, it ha- to be – okay, let's not be ridiculous. The most <laughs> – I can't even say it without laughing. i was gonna be like the most uh attacked people in the world are straight white men
1: i mean that's what they'd have you believe
0: okay you know sometimes when you lose privilege it hurts (laughs) yep i can't i can't i can't hold this straight like even when i'm saying it trying to sound serious i can't do it (laughs) it's just so unserious no but um I hope that I hope you'd seen the movie before you listen to this podcast, because if you haven't, oh, boy, are you going to really really have a lot of thoughts in your heads right going into it? Um, What's
1: weird is we said nothing about any plot points. So really, they're very confused, but don't know. um, Don't know what they're going into at all.
0: I yeah, this is going to be like our longest review one. And I still feel like we could talk about it more, but I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we I do want to wrap it up because it's like generally they don't go for 40 minutes. I kind of like it around a nice. 25 30. to 30 yeah. <laughs> uh so you can find me at the internet at james will except on twitter where the o is a zero and you can find carolyn and all of her bad movie opinions
1: rude you can't find those anywhere actually but if you want to find me in my good movie opinions uh you can mm. find them at Dunk 93 on everywhere
0: all i'm saying is that when we agree you're right and when we disagree you're wrong <laughs> And you can send us an email at lastmuchbutt at gmail.com. Uh and we don't disagree very much, but as I, you know, one of us is certainly wrong. I'll let you decide who.
1: Uh tweet us about it.
0: <laughs> I already I already know somebody else who agrees with you. So yeah, I just it makes me more emboldened like some of the people that they criticize in this film.
1: <laughs> uh